0: The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This episode is entitled Gooch TV Presents Four Out of Five Stars. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to Episode 1.
1: Boom-ba. Welcome to Gooch TV Presents Four out of five stars. This is your boy, Caden. Brian, we're here in all the up-to-date, up-to-the-know people in music and culture and streetwear, you know, we're here coming at you live from L.A. We're in the Gooch TV studios here. I'm here with my boys, Thomas Kincaid Jr. and Morgan Kruminster, two well-known music journalists, always on the scene, always knows what's up, always knows what the new hot thing is. Again, I'm Caden Bryan, your boy here. So we're here on the podcast, going to introduce it. So I'm going to leave it up to these boys to introduce yourself. Thomas, please tell me what's up, man.
0: Hey, uh, Caden, I'm really happy to be here. Uh Thomas Kid K Jr., Pitchfork Senior Editor. Uh, you know, I'm glad to stop by the Gooch TV offices to get you guys, uh, you know, a feel for what we do at Pitchfork. Um, I figure we just get right into it. You know, I wanted to give you an inside scoop of kind of like what goes on in our day to day. You know, there's more and more music coming out every day. We're doing, I don't know, we're reviewing 20 albums a day. We're scrounging through mixtapes Man. on SoundCloud. Um, so, you know, there's there's so much going on that we can't come up with scores as these albums come out like you know how like newspapers pre-write obituaries for celebrities uh we're pre-writing our scores for every artist out there i mean pimping a lot of the scores we've written for the future i can't actually divulge you know that's that's something that's uh private but uh for instance i could tell you that kanye's next album it's probably gonna be the worst shit he's ever done we're giving it a 10 perfect
1: and let's let's get it up to my boy uh uh, Morgan Kreminster. Morgan, how you doing, man? What's, what's happening? How's your sack hanging?
2: Uh, hello, guys. I'm doing all right. My name is Morgan Kreminster. As you know, I have my music review channel on YouTube known as The Chopping Block. Uh, I review a lot of mu- uh, music on there, a lot of albums. I also have a music blog that I run on my own website. And, um, you know, like Thomas said, it's just new stuff coming out all the time. You know, it's a full time job reviewing it, it's, uh, it's not easy. And a lot of people, a lot of people think it's easy, but there's a lot more that goes into it than they understand. So I think that's why we're here to talk about.
1: Yeah, uh, perfect, man. And like I said, this is Gooch TV, we're on any type of music, man. I know you guys do a little bit of indie rock, a little bit of hip hop, a little bit of everything. To right. Me, oh, yeah. Shostakovich and, uh, is you know, the same as Young
0: Thug. You know, it's it's all art. Right,
1: and we're here just that's to true. find the coolest, hottest, most hip. Most relevant music, right? So I know you guys came both with the uh, uh, you know a couple reviews. I'd like to throw it to Morgan real quick and uh, let me know what I should be listening to this week, man. Give me some reviews, man.
2: Uh, all right, well I have a handful of ones here that I've been um, you know working on. Uh, these are fresh off the chopping chopping block, as you would. Um, normally I only listen to you know personal listening. I only listen to lossless audio. You know most of the time I think. Anything less than flack is not worth listening to to yeah, me. Yeah, man, 96 you know, you have,
3: kilohertz.
2: Yeah, dude, gotta you gotta have, have, them have headphones. You gotta have a nice pair of cans. I actually, you know, I had, I, I
0: often, uh, I book studio time just to go in the studio and listen on the studio monitors. I don't know how to play music. Oh, yeah. I, I've never recorded music in my life, but I listen on right. those monitors, man.
2: For sure. Me neither. I insist on, if you're gonna get a pair of cans, I insist on in the least only using. Something like uh, you know, nice pair of Hermes Heidegger five hundred and sixty T headphones. You know, they're wireless Beats by Dre, twenty one hundred dollars. Um, so that's what I use. Um, if you think
0: about that per lately, song, that's probably like what five cents per song. It's a it's a value. It's
2: a right. Steal. It's if you if you're serious about music, it's absolutely worth the investment. and It pays off in full. Um, like for instance, lately I've been listening to a lot of field recordings of uh, McDonald's lobbies. You know, it's a lot of, you know, recordings from the morning. It's a lot of old guys talking, and they come off as pretty innocent. But if you really listen to the words, they're actually quite racist. And, you know, that's something I identify with very much personally. You
0: haven't heard uh, McDonald's Playplace Ball Pit unless you've heard it in Lossless Flag.
1: If you get Absolutely. some Supreme headphones and that that was... you find on a train in the subway. Basically, and listen to McDonald's audio through that. What you're getting is the real street experience. I mean, you can hear the Jordan slap in the pavement, right?
2: Right. right. Anyway, sure. Um, well, my favorite Speakers. Song, you know, before I, like, for instance, my favorite song lately is called "Sin," and it's a it's an hour long, hour and forty seven minutes long, and is um, it is the buzz of a microwave making pizza rolls, and it was recorded for i believe over the course of a year and it's really interesting you know the textures and the layers Those really complex pizza rolls rich. would
0: be burnt that sounds sublime and quietly euphoric
2: i would agree um so that's what i've been personally into but you know it's not all about what i'm into my opinions aren't everyone else's opinions and that's what my channel is for so first off i have my uh hip-hop review of the week which is um, you know an alter- sort of an alternative hip hop group called uh, Cough Clits. I'm sure well, you guys I know the with- yeah
0: yeah I heard that first mixtape man. It's fucking them boys fucking is wild.
2: The album is called 10 uh, Million Black Stars, you know. And uh, you know squeaky drums and cradle robbing beats rattle off, you know, against the lead vocals of MC bitch. And you know there's a couple of tracks that I really like. The first one that really resonated with me is called Red Light Get In Fucker. And it sounds sort of like, um, you know, like cold cut subway lunch, chair red bone crunch. Ew! Dude, Yeah. That one's fucking, and that, that really that plays, just hit. I, you know,
1: I would like to say real quick, I had the honor of hosting MC bitch here at the Gooch TV studio. Real generous guy. I mean, we both just, he brought in this, this one, just like uh guy from the mental hospital. And we both took turns beating
2: his ass. Cause that's what he's about. Oh yeah. Those guys are, they keep it real. Um, they're one of the most, probably the most real groups oh, out oh, there man. right now. I
0: know, man. Uh, which, one, which song of theirs is the one that samples, uh, I mean, they find these crazy samples, like they have this sample of uh, a kid, like a child laborer working in some industrial factory in the 1890s, and he, he yeah, gets his hand stuck in the machine and you hear his hand just getting smashed and ripped off. And they just looped that for like four uh, minutes. He had,
1: he had this great sample where he sampled this old Gary Tasteman song from the 50s where it's called, I'm going to choke your sugar, honey, bitch. Baby, I love you.
2: <laughs> well, some of their new stuff is even like more visceral. It's more um, subversive. And the, the second one, my favorite track is uh, called Sluts Bomb. And the oh. lyrics are kind of like, uh, you know, MC Bitch doesn't hold back in the lease. The chorus goes, Cop with a dick pic on your knee, Kaepernick, chamber click, Soak my dick, Ew. <laughs> And that song really just... That was probably the first it's time I so threw wrong, up this man, year after I heard real. that song. I
1: respect what those guys are doing. They scare the shit out of me. Which
0: one is that track where uh, MC Bitch put his nuts in a blender and recorded it live and then he <laughs> looped it? It was, on the, it was on the new one. Oh, that was during one of
2: their live shows. All their, all their fans are, you know, probably 20, 20 19, 20-year-old 20 boys that are, you know, very wavy, strawny, shaggy, brown pissed. hair. And when they get up on the stage, he just punches them off the stage, and they just love it. Yeah. This powerful black man just throttling the back end of the crowd. And they just I was watching outfits.
1: him once, and he was doing his song, uh, Six Clits in the Chamber and he was just spinning the microphone around his head like a medieval flail and taking out four, five, six wafy-ass white dudes in beanies out at a time, just sending them flying back 20 feet like it was some Ninja Turtle shit. I ain't never seen this whole wild shit on the stage in my life, dog. Their,
0: Their tour van actually tours with, like, an ambulance behind it, and they sell merch out of the ambulance, and everyone fucking loves it, you know?
1: No one's ever pressed charges because they just want to get the shit beat out of him. His body count
0: is admission. insane. You actually have to buy health insurance as part of the ticket when you go to their show. Obamacare!
2: Yeah, he does stuff like, you know, he's been known to sling turds into the crowd straight at dudes' faces and just, like, nailing them in the gums.
1: It's We're, the new punk, man. It's the new punk rock. Yeah, I'm it's like some, some GG Allen
2: shit, but this guy's the next level. Um Good game, Allen. What, what else the is there for us? The next album I wanted to move along to is much softer, sort of the opposite of uh Clits, but, you know, there's a full spectrum that we, we review, because it's for everybody. The second one is a folk album by the band Metal Morning, and the album is called A Clear Morning and Dew on the Grass. You know, it's just full of banjos and guitars and group vocals, they give you a breezy summary feeling that will have you longing for your deer and think of grazing deer. So we give that a 3 out of 5. Um, really, just five? Not my shit.
0: You're going to go on a scale from 1 to 5? Alright. Well,
2: Doesn't that's how like we do it. Really, I don't,
0: you can't really capture the breadth and depth of music with a 1 to 5 scale. Well, I, mean, I always thought or, got radio, your system score. at
2: Pitchfork was a little bit... I don't know. It's kind of just... Kind of archaic. But so it's one not out weird. of ten. There's nothing. I will about say it.
1: about those folk dudes, those fat dudes. Sure can grow good beards.
2: They're very good at wearing plaid. They're very good at wearing um, wicker hats. Suspenders. Suspenders. They want to dress
1: like sick Great Depression people who live in the woods, and who occasionally chop down a tree and sell it.
2: They're very good at making you think of fields of wheat or barley. And, um, I mean, I mean, there's not much else to it to those bands, but, uh, you know, if people are like it, I guess. Uh, next one is a noise album by the artist Snufffuck, which is, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, stylized as all capital letters S N U F C K. The album is titled. Well, it's like hard to read. It's just 13 zeros and a one. So that's the title. His shit it's, is like
0: if you put Mersbau in a washing machine with metal machine music, it's kind of three hours, do a spin cycle. Right. Yeah.
2: It's just three hours of ear bleeding fuzz, and I give it five out of five.
1: <laughs> Pretty good.
0: Well, I give it 10 out of 10, but you know, whatever.
2: The same and thing. It's, it's twice same, as many. It's the same
0: thing. It is twice Mine's as many.
2: Mine's just simplified. Mine's simplified, which is more proper. Um, metal. Moving on to metal. We have the band hailing out of Scandinavia, Cosmosath, with their album, Gutter of Ethos. And this one Sounds was really cool. Right. This is a really good album. Uh, this song's like Killing God and Cock Possession reflect on sort of the everyday struggles of life in Norway, like you know having to shovel your driveway for the third time in one day, or your fish dinner isn't cold enough.
1: Or having to crawl inside the tauntaun to keep warm like they have to do in Norway. <laughs> hmm.
2: Anyway, that one, I gave a four out of five. It's very good. Well done. Just, you know, crazy. I, I, a
1: Quick note about Norway. I went up there. We played with those guys. Uh, you know, Gooch TV held a small festival up there in Oslo, and we were actually there with a, a, a cat. We're going to drop his new single out later, NBA Stupid Ass. And we were in Oslo with NBA Stupid Ass, and he kept asking me where Santa Claus was.
2: Was that the one where you had a, you had a Young Lean there?
1: Hey, Young Lean, uh, future RIP to him.
2: <laughs> uh, the next one, we had an emo band, uh, which is sort of part of this sort of emo revival that's been happening over the past few years. The band uh it's kind of a long title it's kind of long-winded but the band the band is called drinking warm beer with you in my dad's basement was the first time i saw you for real (laughs) (laughs) and their album is now out just came out this week and i reviewed it the album is called i bounced my brains off of cement and i remembered when you called me gay but you're still my best friend and that one we gave a four out of five and it's kind of just uh, about, like, you know, never leaving your hometown and never really leaving your retail job. And it's kind of uh, just, about, uh, just about, like, missing the days of laying in your bed during high school with your high school girlfriend who has moved on and she went to her state college. It's about she time stopped somebody wrote a song
1: about depression.
2: Yeah, and it's, like, you just want to lay around and listen to Brand New and watch and like a trail sunshine for the spotless mind and jerk off.
0: I assume everyone can relate to, like, a suburban white male experience, so I got to say that's such a universal feeling they're getting at on that album. Right, you
2: know? yeah, and it's you know it's purposely whiny. It's just, like, they're bad vocals, whiny, not uh, mixed well at all. Yeah, that shit Sort rocks. of raw, sort of badly played guitar, but it's on purpose. It's supposed to sound like that, so it's really yeah, good. Yeah, if you don't
0: get it, it might be too raw for you. Maybe you need to just check out what's ever on the charts, you know?
2: Yeah, if you don't know what it's like to ride your bike everywhere or you know skateboard and uh steal drugs from your parents even though you're 30 <laughs> um you know maybe it's not for you but it really resonates for people like us um next band is a post band called a november's autumn into winter <laughs> and their album ascend the mountains before the winter light returns was really good um you know, post-rock has kind of played out, I think, at this point. kind of repetitive, but these guys were kind of fresh. Uh, it's just full of soaring guitars and rumbling drums and build-ups, you know, with samples from The Thin Red Line or historical speeches and Ric Flair. And I gave that a uh, three out of five.
1: Not bad, you
0: know, not bad. I caught them live last year, uh, and they all just kind of like, you know, they played a couple songs. You know, they, they might have played two songs, you know, about two hours and then uh, they all just overloaded their delay pedals with a bunch of loops, and they just left the stage, and they played three more hours where they weren't even on the stage. It was just all looping, you know. It was fucking amazing, man. It
2: is very cool, yeah. Like you, you go to those shows. They say to bring a sleeping bag because everyone just lays down on the floor in their sleeping bag. They maybe might may fall asleep, and uh, it's really that's, relaxing, peaceful. That's so
1: heady, man. It's like it's you get these cats out here. Uh, these post-rock cats, and they're really challenging the idea, like, 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 is this music, or am I playing music? And the answer they want you to say is no, but also, you're paying for it, so it has gotta be something, right?
2: Well, a lot of people hear post-rock, and they, the first thing you say is, like, is there any singing? And you're like, no, and then they're, they're kind of like, well, this is kind of weird, but then they really listen to it, and... If um, you really
1: like, like, the first 30 seconds of songs before they, like, the song starts, dude, you'll fucking love it.
0: Or, like, if you like doing your homework... Uh, in, like, the the common room in your dorm, you're going to fucking love this shit.
1: If you got to, like, fall asleep and you need repetitive mute noise, but, like, you don't have a a box fan, it's perfect for you, dog.
2: All right, so the last album that I have for you guys is a pop album, and it is by the one and only, you know, we all love her, Chrissy Delacrissy. Shout out Chrissy Delacrissy, my babe. Chrissy Delacrissy with her album Be My Husband. And she has the lyrics, I love you, you're my husband, I'm your girl, and I'm your husband, let's run away, let's do crimes, I'll be yours and you'll be mine. And I gave it five out of five, this is the best album of the year maybe, you know, it might be too early to say. But, you know, I think it's really a direct response against capitalism, and it shows that oh, sure, pop man. is really the primary source of making progress in the political discourse. Oh,
1: absolutely. That's exactly what she was saying, man. And shout out, uh, we don't give enough credit, man, what credit's due to the Shout out to, that, to those Swedish Jews writing the song.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that you brought up pop music, because I've been, I've been really been vibing on this uh, Poptimism stuff lately, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen, man, album of the year right there.
2: Well, uh, Charlie XCX, stuff like that. Just all oh, that's just,
0: yeah, those little bitches Sky are Guy Sky Fiera. Yeah, uh, Guy Fieri.
2: <laughs> Guy Fieri. No, I said Sky, oh, whatever. Um, right. uh, Yo, that Guy Fieri yeah, you know,
0: sample year, in, in Crystal I was vibing on that stuff. I couldn't decide if my favorite album of 2017, 27- I mean, I don't know if you got thoughts on this too, but I don't know if my favorite album of 2017 was either uh, Carly Rae Jepsen or uh, Christmas Classics Volume 3 by various artists.
2: Regis mm. Philbin Christmas album. That's a it's a tough tough call. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. Because I like I love Christmas music, but I don't like to listen to it during the Christmas season. People are kind of like, oh, what's wrong with you? But, you know, it's like springtime and they, I like
0: to listen to it year round, mean, like Christmas. And then I just feel like it's played out and you know, I don't want to be listening to the same shit every Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Exactly. Like Yo. some girl might see me sitting on the subway um and she might she might ask me what I'm listening to cuz women often do that. And I had to pull up my headphones and show her and she sees I'm listening to Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and it's May. And she's like, What? And I'm just like I shrugged and this put guy, my headphones huh? back in. And she was like she's kinda of looking at me and like twirling her hair and like biting her lip and crossing her legs because she feels her pussy tightening up. Playing and with her hair. She just she's just looking at me and wondering, like, what's this guy, so what's he about? He's kind of mysterious. And this <laughs> definitely happens.
1: You just that dark boy on the train, listening to his tunes with his hood pulled over, hunched over. All the women want to know; they want to crack. Right. That I wear like
2: right my open. my my felt jacket, and I have like my thick frame glasses. And uh, you're holding a book
1: upside down, pretending to read it.
2: Yeah, and it's it's common, common
0: before we get to debuting some new music here, I just wanted to mention a couple other tracks I've been listening to lately. Uh
2: well quick 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 thank
1: you to Morgan Kremister, man. That shit's raw yeah, you dude, I'm gonna that check shit. out. Oh. Music, yeah, you brought that up. Getting in the hottest new music of 2018. Check it out. Check out Morgan's page. All right. The chopping block on YouTube. That shit's dope. So so shout out to Morgan for doing that for me, man. Thank you, man. Yeah,
0: Yo, uh, I don't know how much trap music you guys listen to. I know you guys are fans of uh, NBA stupid ass, but uh, I don't know if you heard this guy, uh, Mario, jumping on him. Uh, he's got this new track, Mamma Mia Khalifa.
4: That shit fucking slaps,
0: man. I've been, that thing's been on repeat on my iPod, man. Uh, I, still yeah. use, oh, I still use like a 2005 iPod, by the way. I think it's coming back around, you know.
1: Man, I haven't heard that one, but, you know, I definitely want to get on that one. You Dude, know, that shit slaps. I'm going to talk to my handlers. I'm going to see if they're going to let me listen to that.
0: I got to say, there's one other track I've been listening to. It's called White Monarch by Hitler de God. Uh, some people say it might be uh, alt-right, sort of, but I don't really get that vibe, you know?
2: Yeah, I you mean, know, people music get caught up music. on all this stuff. Um, you know, I'm you know, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of corporatism, but, you know, you have stuff out there like Antifa going out there destroying stuff, and they're basically as bad as the fascists, Shout you to
0: well, right, Never mind. And, like, if White Monarch is a, is a fascist song, then, you know, I don't know. Then maybe there's something I relate to in that. Because I, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm wearing these fresh all-white Nike Monarchs right now. Um,
2: Ooh, yeah. would you cop those? Norm
0: oh, ass. Yeah, uh, Seinfeld, Monarch,
1: man. That looks dope as shit. you way on top of it.
0: You got a lookbook, man? Yeah, I have to keep these fresh. Man. I took an Uber half a block to get here because I didn't want to scuff these.
1: Man, that's all the rage, man. You're looking good. You're feeling good. And I can say we're all in the Gooch TV studio, right? Uh, we got this recording. You know, we're gonna have the live video feed all on YouTube. If you were just listening, you can see the fresh outfits we're wearing. We're all looking good here. I'm wearing my hype B69 backwards shirt in with a uh, do rag that's actually over my eyeballs. I got dressed <laughs> like this. I didn't choose this. So, you know,
2: are you wearing well, a skirt?
1: I'm wearing. You know, I just kind of wake up in the morning. Is that street and I- skirt. I live here at the Gooch TV studios. I'm in the uh, uh, baller ass penthouse apartment right above uh, the office where all my managers work out of. And they come up in the morning and slap me around, wake me up. And then they put this dope ass fly streetwear on me. And then they send me around in places to go talk to people in helicopters and shit. That's you know, fresh, man. So, it
0: works. It works for you.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we're all here looking good. We're all chilling out in the Gucci yeah. TV studio. I'm here, uh, you
0: know. I'm rocking my pavement t-shirt, uh, in the Corners album art. Uh, over that, I've got a Banana Republic cardigan. Uh, this is from the fall 2018 line. You can't actually get this yet, but since I, revo- I review clothes in my spare time, I got the new stuff that's not out till fall.
1: You got that foreign shit. Yes, yeah, that foreign. Shit, that foreign made in America shit.
0: What do you say? Are we ready to uh, debut a little music here, or...?
1: All right, so I know y'all been waiting for this. This is what you tuned in for. We got NBA Stupid Ass's new song, Black Flanders, in the mix, all right? So, you know, our boy NBA Stupid Ass, a little backstory about him, 16-year-old prodigy, right, coming out of there, dropping mixtape after mixtape, finally got a proper single ready to do us now. Uh, you know, my handlers told me about him yesterday, you know, fly you know, fly. Do so you ass, want to talk about dude. where he's out of? He is out of Terre Haute, Indiana, uh, LA eventually. All right. Ready to go through. So let's debut this new track. NBA Stupid Ass presents Black Flanders. But wait for this.
3: Oh. Black Flanders, black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. I feel like Black Flanders. I'm not Black, but I feel like Black Flanders. I got the Clipplegan Landers, Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. I feel like Black Flanders. I'm not Black, but I feel like Black Flanders. I got the in Landers. Black Flanders, Black
4: Flanders, I feel like Black Flanders. I'm not a racist, I'm not Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. I drink a gallon of lean, now I feel good. I fentanyl, now I'm so happy I'm popping the Zenny and Buck up the I'm still in the tribe. The robber just watch me. I'm smoking the blood in the lamb. <laughs> I tried to be sober, I can't though no. We cooking risotto with mad dog I took a shit, it's a fat log Whole crew smoking orcs Weed. I got a coma, I can't go to court I'm holding the chopper like time crisis Jacked up on K2, I might just join ISIS Abu Bakr, Abu Dhabi. I'm rich, I got three Bugattis I'm in the car with some hotties, Black Flanders I got your girlfriend and me, chicken. Tender black, black, black
3: Flanders, Black Flanders I feel like Black Flanders I'm not black, but I feel like Black Flanders I got the clip, like in Manders Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. I feel like black Flanders, black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. I feel like Black Flanders. I'm not black, but I feel like Black Flanders. I got the clip like landers.
4: Black Flanders, black Lambo, black really black car. Wallets I guess is the fatter the better they are. I got green money, green money. weed, green like an orc. This club has been set on alert. I got your girl on my chili shirt For
0: Luca was opie, so they had to nerf Your girl like my favorite so duck, cause she squirt My weed came off a of
4: plan My weed came off a of plan? Black Flanders Black Flanders Black Flanders Getting paid like my name's Enos Canter. Haters can't hate on my hustle I got a triangle dick muscle I might give my mouse a them cookie I'm smoking a pound in a rookie I don't got no
3: lean so I smoke a tree Black Flanders like Oakley Black flanders, Black flanders, Black Flanders Black Flanders I feel like Black Flanders I'm not Black but but I feel like Black Flanders. I got the clip like Landers. Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. I feel like Black Flanders. Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. I feel like my Flanders. I'm not black, but I feel like Black Flanders. I got the clip like Landers.
4: Money, 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 we got money. Scam, 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 scam.
1: Whoa, dude. My boy, NBA stupid was, ass who was watching
0: was, on that YouTube stream. Could see I was texting. I was just sending these guys fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji again and again.
1: That was crazy, I, man. I, got, I don't know what got, to, to think of that words. yet. I don't know, my handler. They haven't told me if that's a good song yet. It'll depend on how the radio play works. Well, All right, what's know, you guys' thoughts? You guys are the tastemakers here.
0: I know uh, maybe you're a little bit slower witted than I am, but in the time it took to listen to that, I already wrote the full Pitchfork review. It's going to be going up on the site (laughs) next week, but uh, if you guys want a little taste, I'll read you the whole thing right now. That
1: was amazing how you did that so quick. You a pro.
0: (laughs) 16-year-old trap phenom, NBA stupid ass, may have dropped out of high school before he ever took a chemistry class, but his precocious grasp of trap hooks earns him an A-plus in the imprecise science of banger smithing. The white rapper from Winnetka, Illinois is no stranger to airtight trap lyricism delivered in playful triplet flows, but he also is no stranger to controversy, as he made clear on his debut mixtape, Why Can't I Say the Word? His follow-up mixtape, you know the word I'm talking about, (laughs) saw him take his provocations (laughs) even further, spitting (laughs) ad-libbed witticisms over a jubilant symphony of trap hi-hats and thumping kicks. But nothing in his career could have prepared NBA for the instant mainstream success of his latest single. On Black Flanders, NBA belts an uplifting size. The first-person mantra of, I'm not black, but I feel like Black Flanders, is repeated until the line between NBA's (laughs) mind and the listener's mind is erased. His forthcoming major label debut, NBA, Nice Bugatti Album, My Story, The Album, boasts an intimidating 23 (laughs) tracks. Not to worry, 18, 18 of them are brief skits, and unexpectedly <laughs> hilarious ones at that, that are loaded with euphoric hooks and melodic twists and turns, embellished lavishly with crystalline synths and soaring skrrrpeggios, NBA's stupid ass has tightened up the lyrics too. For starters, they're actually legible this time around. But whereas his last mixtape's lyrics functioned as a mood board of lit tuations meant for quick scanning, on his latest album, his bars are worth a closer read. Even lines that might otherwise seem tossed off are bursting with poignance on Black Flanders. For instance, when NBA intones, I drank a gallon of lean, now I feel good, he transforms the routine hedonism of trap lyricism into a daring act of resistance and radical self-care. In today's (laughs) political climate, just allowing yourself to feel good for a minute is a bold act of defiance against this fascistic White House, which is really more like the Kremlin if you think about it. Indeed, NBA delivers an exuberant rebuke of our flaxen-haired commander in Cheeto as he declares, I'm smoking a blunt in the Lambo. Illegal! One imagines NBA behind the wheel. One middle finger extended and aim squarely at Jeff Sessions and his draconian directives on marijuana law, his other hand on a big jug with three X's on it that is filled with syrupy, <laughs> pastel-hued lean, and in the backseat of his whip, a phalanx of resistocrats leading hashtag the resistance the only way we can, practicing radical self-care by popping Xanax, overdosing on fentanyl, and cooking risotto with Mad Dog 2020 Mango Habanero Limerita flavor. With Black <laughs> Flanders, the club has been set on alert. This song is a benchmark to which all bangers in 2018 must aspire. It is a snarling, three-headed cerberus of lyrical dexterity, deft wordplay, and fearless political and social critique, and definitely not just a bunch of mumbled clichés that a 16-year-old boy shit out in 30 minutes while he was high. I strongly believe that, even though this song is an ephemeral ephemeral piece of cultural jetsam that has no thought put into it whatsoever it was worth spending entire days racking my brain over every fucking stupid ass ad lib writing this article and revising it 46 times paralyzed with nervousness about the judgments of my peers and the thousands of beautiful women I like to imagine read my reviews to marvel at my boundless intellectual fortitude society is a better place because of the important work I do and women should recognize that (laughs) (laughs) 7.6
1: Oh, badass, man. 7.6 coming out for his debut album of NBA Stupid Ass. Looking forward to that shit. I'd like to say earlier on in the year, I had the pleasure of meeting NBA Stupid Ass. Uh, went down backstage. Uh, uh, let me get into that right now. I got that right here. All right, on August 26th, I had the at the badass event Emoji Movie Music Festival brought to you by the Peach Emoji I have the intense awesome pleasure of meeting <laughs> up and coming up and coming MC NBA stupid ass at 16 this kid had done more in music than most do their entire lives his first five mixtapes were hood classics blowing up from the hood to the suburbs the kid the kid went legit now and he's got an age and a label and is setting up to drop his album I was airdropped by the craft consumer brands I Love Music Mac and Cheese helicopter into his green room trailer out back for an exclusive interview with the young MC and to chill out and get faded. I came into instant daps by a pumped NBA stupid ass. He was wearing a faux basketball jersey with the name Hypebeast on it, and his number was the Supreme logo. He was wearing Tommy Bahama swim trunks with a weed patch sewn into them, and he was wearing a shooting sleeve on every arm and leg that appeared to be an advertisement for (laughs) Pfizer. He rounded out the fit with retro Jordans and a chain and teal cornrows for a badass lookbook level fit. He spoke of his love of streetwear and looking clean and, quote, making these grown hoes do statutory on me. He asked me if I wanted to get my dog dick wet, in which I turned to my handlers who informed me that, yeah, I did want to get my dog dick wet. He then handed me a plain glass of water with no drugs in it, but he seemed intensely pleased that I drank out of it. He bragged about all the women in the room and showed them all off. They were badass bubble But baddies with plenty of silicone you could sit your cup on and cheeks were made to get your tip (laughs) rubbed. They were foreign bitches for sure. NBA stupid ass said his bitches were, quote, made by Gucci. And when I tried to get him to clarify, I think he really believed that these women were crafted in Gucci labs and made specifically for him. After this, most of the women were passed out from various chemicals, and he was the only one awake, and he was dancing in the middle of the room by himself with no music on. Before going on, exchange, uh, on stage, he explained some of his life to me. He thinks that clits aren't real, and that, quote, women are lying, clits just a little dick, women don't got those, and he introduced me to his personal DJ, Laptop. That's Lap Space Top. Yes, his name is Laptop. But the 32 year old Laptop serves multiple roles in young NBA stupid ass's life. He's also his homeschool teacher, as a youth, been out of school for two years and legally has to do something. He decided to pursue his rap career, so he dropped out. After this, and this quick discussion, he was rushed on stage and belted out six badass songs from his previous mixtape, including Chimpin' on My Main Bitch, followed up by Chimpin' on My Side Bitch. And his third song, Rotisserie Bitch, was followed by Gunweather and Rigatoni Dick. And then he rounded, he, he said, he butted out with Gunt and he rounded it out with the introspective new song, Feelings, parentheses, I Have Them. <laughs> Mad props to NBA Stupid Ass for doing his thing, letting Gooch TV into his world. It was a legendary show. When NBA Stupid Ass puked on his microphone, I felt like it was Hendrix burning his guitar at Woodstock. Badass. You know, I had the honor of meeting that man, that boy. I'll tell you that is something I'll never forget, man. You know, Morgan, Kreminster, man, how are you going to rate this song when it gets to you?
2: I mean i uh I agree with what you guys have said, you know, I was kind of taken back by that song, you know, just there's a lot that I was hearing in it because i I listened to it with my headphones on you know my my cans that I hear even more than what other people can hear, and I was just kind of you know breathtaking by just you know the shimmering vocals, the slippy snares, you know the clicky guitar rattles, the garish rhythms. The uh, the obese drums, the Protestant buildups, <laughs> um, you know, the the skeletal basslines, those like those little midget guitar plucks, those tribal grunts, those you know that re- those retarded crescendos, those sepulcher thumps, you know, just those those chain gang harmonies, really just was like a gut punch, and I think this this is probably gonna be a uh, that's probably going to be a 4.5 out of 5.
1: He's an oh,
0: unusually precocious 16 year old.
1: Oh, definitely, man. You I know, will tell you this, though, that album name was the second choice for him because when you we were talking earlier in the year, he was saying that the that the album was going to be called The White Negro Spiritual.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to get back to when you're talking about his set list. You know, he played that new song, uh, Feelings, I Have Them. What I really like on this new album is that "Feelings I Have Them" is followed by the track "Feelings I Have None," and it really leaves the listener to contemplate the duality in his like soul and his nature. You know, this is a thoughtful young man, even though he's doing lethal quantities of fentanyl like every day. He's
4: somehow well, so.
2: Do you remember? Do you remember his song and his second mixtape? I want Fuck a fucking Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he talks about so much in that song.
0: It was. A a trenchant political criticism, well beyond his years. You know, he he was like turtles in time, like the third Ninja Turtles movie, and he was just going through history. I mean, none of this was actually in the lyrics, but like he was going through history. Oh, there's Leninism. There's
2: you know the fall of the Ottoman Empire in there. If you read into it, he's kind of just well, just these young guys are really incredible to me. You know, there's not just NBA stupid ass. He is sort of a paragon, I think, but. You know, just little guys, you guys go to these festivals as much as I do, and you see these guys perform, these young guys, just see what they have to offer. And I don't know if you remember last year when Lil' PP drank ammonia on stage and had a seizure and fell into the crowd of Coachella. It was a life-changing event for many people because it somehow started a chain reaction of seizures in the crowd, and the emergency response workers had nearly... Five dozen people, all convulsing on the ground and puking up foam and shitting it was themselves. Wild, man. And even oh, though they... Lil I even though Lil, even though Lil PP went into a coma and is still in it, he's still releasing at least five tracks a day. Oh yeah, you know he put out his that, work. That performance was put
0: out as a live album, and the album just followed him into the ambulance. Like it kept going. There was like six tracks on that album that happened in the hospital. It's, it's right. a phenomenal live album.
2: Well, his work with Lil Turd was probably the main reason I cried last year. Oh, now, their definitely. song, their song on that horse pussy shit was essentially my birth. When they
1: used the beat <laughs> of the heart monitor going and then sampled old audio footage of him foaming at the mouth, I thought, "Holy shit, man! This is just like this is just like through the wire, except in this case he's brain dead." But he's still making money, though. you got to give it up to the young boy. He's still making money.
2: Oh, yeah. And, you know, he's still popping zans. He's still kicking it. And You know, low P is They're not going any, the, away anytime soon. They're sneaking into the
1: hospital room every single day. They're getting him lit. They're bringing their boy back, you know. So shout hey, out to him. I hope What's he feels better. What's that one he
0: better. did in the hospital? That one that was like, heart monitor bars, foreign cars, on so much medical fentanyl, I could see the stars. You know, that, that was, was uh, lit. That
1: was through the catheter
2: well he has he's you know he's sort of a, an icon because just alone he has that famous Tineman square photo tattooed on his face <laughs> and low pp is sort of a big inspiration for nba stupid ass even though he's about 6 oh, yeah. months older than him oh yeah, but, oh, yeah. i mean oh, yeah. nba
0: stupid ass's first mixtape only came out about 6 months ago and he's done about 6 or 7 since then right, right. Uh, i mean he was uh, Lil Peep, pee was featured on that first uh, NBA Stupid Ass mixtape, Why Can't I Say the Word, uh, which obviously right. he followed up two weeks later with, uh, you know, the word I'm talking about. Uh, the next month, he put out that next one that was, um, what was that called? I think it was, uh, I'm Gonna Say the Word, Volume 3, Streets is Watching, presented by DJ Drama.
1: Yeah, um, and then he followed that up with, like, a short little EP mixtape that he dropped to SoundCloud exclusive that was, It's the word that starts with N. I feel crazy here. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, that, that almost brings us to the present day where, like, his next mixtape after that was, like,
4: Not gonna say
0: you know, you could hear the pain. he didn't know where to go after that, you know? You could like, hear the struggle. You could hear the, the uncertainty, the struggle. It kind of like it seemed like his career might be finished after just a few months, you know, but uh, he signed that major label deal. He was quiet for a couple months and then now he just dropped Black Flanders and he's back on top, right. you know. I
1: will say, you know, I totally get that mixtape struggle, another white guy like me into the whole streetwear hip-hop scene, stay strong, brother.
2: Well then you got these young guys who are white and they're just going up and straight saying it, which, you know, is a lot of controversy. You know, the recent it wasn't on his album, but on um that one track that was by uh Lil Hezbollah, he was doing that <laughs> he was doing that track and then he had it was featured with Lil Nut, and Lil Nut says it on that track. It's kinda hard to hear, but Lil Nut says the N word. Yeah, he's over here, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's dead now. So Rest it's just okay. which It's like, like is that like a sign?
0: Yeah, it might have been know. karmic karmic reprisal. I don't know.
1: You know, there's a lot of things going on in hip hop. Could be Suge Knight's coming back and he's decided <laughs> to go after you know, sixteen year old white rappers who, you know, overdose all the time. Uh, you know, Rest it is peace, what Lil it Nut. is. Hip hop's been it's a big thriving community, man. All right. I'll say well. the very first time I heard that mixtape was when my handlers handed it to me. Uh, I got a, a vocal surgery to sound more stupid. And so after I got that, and I could be led back on TV, they're showing me all this shit. And I gotta say, that was some of the best shit I ever heard.
0: Did you guys ever hear that uh, NBA Stupid Ass song? I-, I think he just uploaded it to SoundCloud. It wasn't on one of the mixtapes, but uh, it was that Black Chief Wiggum remix. Uh, that shit was fucking fire, man. Like, uh, it had everybody on it, like Eminem. Uh, Macklemore, Logic, Yellow Wolf, Uncle Cracker, Mike Shinoda, yeah, Mike Bubba Shinoda. Sparks.
2: <laughs> Vanilla Mike Ice, Mike Shinoda. He had that. You know, you can hear that he understands that pain of not th- being able to say it, which is like the right, reason why he agreed to totally. do that. It had that guy from uh, the Eminem song it that says the, he can't wake yeah. up. That kind of wraps in the song. He it had the that, guy
1: that uh, it had Snow, who did Informer, singing the hook in that famous patois, Canadian patois everyone was on that you know uh let's uh shift gears a little bit i know we kind of in the hip hop mentality we're gonna push that to the side for a second all right and try to well, we get got into too into much this
0: new music to get to today too much new
1: music to get to i know nba stupid ass is a big name but we're going down to a uh, new drop and ex- <laughs> we got the exclusive first uh track of the album here uh sweater weather you know my boy joseph rogan's band uh out of boost house midwest uh he's got a whole new track coming in here uh we've been dying to premiere this stuff it is like he is a darling juggernaut of the he's you know, sort of like indie a, folk I've called, tree him, pop I've called him a uh, new dylan i mean oh definitely i don't
0: think it's any exaggeration to say that he's the biggest artist to ever come out of terra hot indiana
1: yeah for sure man and he's doing his thing much props to him uh, well, and like in
2: NBA stupid ass, he's not originally from Terre Haute, but he's based out of there now. Like we mentioned, he's from Illinois, as you said, but oh, he's, yeah, he's based out from from Terre Haute too. So Illinois. These yeah, guys, yeah. these guys are all firing out of Terre Haute, like you know, bad yeah, out of born, hell. Raised, and I'm just native. all for it.
1: Right. All right, let's go ahead and premiere this new track from Sweater Weather. Uh, right, it's called. It. Let's hear it. Let's go ahead. I got loaded up now. Seasonal Depression Candle by Sweater Weather. Let's hit it. Let's hit it, boys. Please don't
3: light the candle. My seasonal depression candle. Where are you going? don't light the candle. I sins no it's, <laughs> My season, it's no not that much to give this world. I see it's not a big deal. It's candle. what you say. My song's oh, no gonna make you a candle. <laughs> and I know you meant well, but oh. seriously, what the oh. hell? It's, it's not the lot to handle. It's a thirty-dollar candle. <laughs> I shouldn't have said this during sex, but I don't know what's happening next I'll have trouble staying hard cause the candle ain't that far It's an awful lot to handle, it's a $30 candle. Who are you texting? Who did you tell? I'm gonna send myself to It's the an awful lot to handle. It's a $30 candle. I shouldn't have had this during sex. But I don't know what's happening next. All the trouble staying hard because the candle ain't that far. It's an awful lot to handle. It's a $30 candle. Vandal with lemon,
4: lemon and The Fear's of the old, <laughs> it's okay, but why you gotta be this way? Sizzling up the pressure can't down
1: Okay, that you heard it here first. Sweater weather, seasonal depression candle. Them boys know how to end a song going on for 45 seconds all whining with the tambourines and shit. That shows you one thing, man. You know, when Jay-Z said ladies can be pimps too, you can have sad pimps too. And Joseph Rogan, that dude's a pimp. That sad-ass pussy pimp. He's a sad pimp.
0: All right, guys, I turned out another review if we want to hear it. That's
1: amazing how you did that that
0: quick. Well, I got the score like... We wrote the score six months before that song was written, so it wasn't too hard to just write up a thing quick. But
1: All right, hit me with it, man. All Thomas right, Kincaid Jr. It.
0: Sweater Weather have been darlings of the indie folk pop establishment since their momentous debut album, 1,000 Thread Count Whispers, arrived in 2012. <laughs> the album, of course, is legendary for its subtle sonics. Laconic frontman Joseph Rogan, no Relations sang in an inscrutable muffled whisper, which was literally too quiet to be heard on most consumer sound systems. Fans of that first record had to order audiophile equipment and massive speaker cabinets, costing tens of thousands of dollars, then blast them at full volume in order to get a taste of that inimitable 36 and a half minute LP. It was very quiet. It turns out it was worth all the trouble. The album sold an unprecedented 250 copies and launched Sweater Weather on a 45-date North American tour, playing (laughs) for sold-out coffee shop crowds of yoga instructors and Reiki masters. That the band made its name off a penchant for near silence is what makes Sweater Weather's latest single, Seasonal Depression Candle, so breathtaking. Compared with previous efforts, Joseph Rogan No Relation is practically howling, searing the listener's face off with white-hot emotion delivered at somewhat more than zero decibels. This song is not good, but it is immensely important. It signifies the greatest departure from their signature sound that this band has thus far undertaken. Indeed, the new single is a Homeric Odyssey that crams years of hard-won, hard-on-sleeve personal struggle into a three-minute revelation that evolves from murmured confession into life-affirming spiritual. It's as if Conor Oberst compressed a 20-minute Can kraut-prog epic into one of the rawest emo-twee-folk anthems of the post-sunny-day real estate era. <laughs> From their first hushed whispers of, please don't light the candle, to the gut-wrenching post-coital reckoning of, who are you texting? Who did you tell? Sweater Weather here executes a loud, quiet transition and mastery of dynamics that would make the pixies blush. Joseph Rogan's ex-girlfriend's Ottoman sky lend the song Extra Heft, playing twin tambourines whose primal brooding beat stomps like mating tyrannosaurs. <laughs> it's cacophonous yet tranquil, experimentally yet familiar, foreign yet womb-like, spacious yet visceral, textured yet, vi- yet vaporous, awakening yet dreamlike, infinite yet three minutes and 12 seconds long. <laughs> Simply put, it is perfect. 7.6. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's
1: amazing how you chalk that up that quick give that a shout out to my boy joseph rogan no relation for that 7.6 score looking forward to a lot more stuff coming out of him uh you know i got i, I had the pleasure a couple weeks ago of meeting them these guys backstage but first
2: morgan tell me what you thought man i uh i thought it kind of hit close to home for me um, personally, it was raw. Uh, it's very I see raw. them get them I mean, tears it out, It kind of just it kind of just remind me of every single night when I, um you know, text a woman and she doesn't respond, and I say, "If you want me dead, just say it." <laughs> and then I jerk off and I cry. <laughs> so I kind of get where Joseph Rogan is coming from. You know, he's kind of concerned about you know what she's doing, what this this lover is doing, what she's up to. Because they don't tell us. Women don't tell us, even though they should. Women should tell us. And they should tell me what's going on, or else I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'll probably kill myself. But it's not just about that. It's also about a depression candle, seasonal depression candle. And I think it's a metaphor for he's pleading to not do something, and she's still doing it. Which goes back to... It goes back to consent and communication, and how women don't ask us what we want. They don't care about what we like and what we want and who, what we need. And they don't reply to our texts or answer our calls. And it's been two years, and I don't understand why, but that's that. So, with that said, I'd probably give it a five out of five. Perfect song. Yeah. Perfect song. It was you know, perfect, just quick. But more shout like
1: out 7.6. You know, shout out, you know, a to all, to all my homies. Shout out to all my boys uh, Stocks and Birkstocks and uh, you know, uh, yo, cardigans uh, out there. You're in Brooklyn. You're in Chicago. You're in Seattle and Portland. You're in and you And you guys are killing it, having all this bad sex that you whine about. So shout out to you guys. You guys keeping the music industry going. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to talk about it. I had the pleasure of meeting up with Sweater Weather. Uh, you love pleasure, you know, don't you? Love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? It's your boy Caden Bryan for Goodch TV. I'm here. You know, I was there at Big Pussy Crying Brooklyn Guy Self Care Fest, and I got I got to meet up <laughs> with them
2: in Brooklyn. A lot of New selfies York. at that. A lot of selfies a lot at that a lot selfies, That's a lot why I like it. it. I, t- I was there. I took about. Thirty selfies within the first two hours. So that that, is awesome. that festival of was cried.
0: sponsored by uh, Monster Energy, formulated with extra testosterone and colloidal <laughs> silver. Right? You know that was you know
1: the place to be. You know you know shout out to all the ladies out there. If you're looking up to if you're looking to hit up some two star dick, go to some indie folk shows. Man, you find literally any guy will sleep with you there. All right. So I was there with Sweater Weather in Brooklyn, New York, the absolute center of the universe for gender. And I was backstage. <sighs> I was with the established indie folk pop juggernaut Sweater Weather. All right, first thing I noticed, their trailer it smelled great. Lavender, sage, sandalwood. My boy Joseph Rogan had like 10 candles lit. And get this, my homie Joseph Rogan, before I even said hi... There he is, as soon as I walk in, nude in a large wooden bucket full of kombucha, <laughs> getting a fungus dick cleanse and scrubbing his back with a large wooden brush. So, like, you know, I'm a hip-hop guy. I know that, man. But I was out there. I ain't ever seen nobody do anything that gangster. I ain't seen nobody do anything that, that, that baller, you know. You'll see, you know... Fabulous would get like his nails done and shit. Nothing that self-care. He was naked in the middle of his trailer with people around him scrubbing his ass with a big old brush full of kombucha. It was it was gross, but I respect it. Pimp. His two bandmates, Autumn and Sky, both former lovers of Joseph Rogan, were sitting in the corner completely in their own world texting. They both had straight bangs and black hair and big ass glasses that made their eyes look huge, which made them look more like children. They wore matching floral dresses (laughs) with aquamarine jewelry. There was a laptop in the corner with a live feed to Joseph Rogan's poetry collective, Boost House Midwest, where his frequent collaborator, Jerome Durapois, kept constant vigil of the room, staring uncomfortably hard. As he says to, quote, personally guarantee the safety of all girls. Joseph was... You know, I came up, shook hands with Joseph. Joseph immediately went to security and was telling them to let literally every girl backstage to come hang out with him. When the (laughs) girls came and saw him nude in the tub, if they got uncomfortable or grossed out, Joseph just told them, It's okay, I'm sex positive. I don't mind being nude in front of you, so it's okay. I will admit that I stood out in this crowd. I was surrounded by bangs and XXL sweaters on extra small men and women, and my handlers had dressed me this morning in a backward Supreme hockey jersey that says Dr. <laughs> Pussy on it, and my number was one million. My manager, Chrysalis Chaney, says it isn't sexist because Dr. Pussy could also be a woman.
0: <laughs> a gynecologist, maybe.
1: Yeah. There were a few other celebs hanging backstage out with Joseph Rogan. I said hi to my boy, the complete pimp, Aziz Ansari, he was making his way through the crowd, hanging out, taking selfies, hanging out in the shadows. Homeboy Joseph Rogan Did was a big fan of crying, and he cried a lot. You know, he said it let the toxins out, and he encouraged women to cry. When he got the women to cry, he would love to hug his fans. I never seen a guy so handsy while crying, man. Truly baller, truly cares about them, truly close to his fans. The only food backstage was hot dogs, and he kept trying to get the girls to eat them. Before closing out for the night, continuing the party at the hotel, a quick appearance was made by Joseph Rogan's long l- lifelong friend Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> O.G. pimp Harvey Weinstein. I said, "What's up to my?" I said, "What's up, King?" to my old pal Harvey, and he shuffled out with Joseph and Aziz to hit up a tapas place and to quote scope out the talent talent you know what i mean we're scrooging for pussy (laughs) you know so big shout out to uh big pussy crying brooklyn guy self-care fest uh beer pals don't shoot us up annual and you know i I i'll say that was one of the best shows i ever saw in my life third music was way way low and everybody was quiet and a cell phone went off and everybody cried so shout out to big pussy uh crying brooklyn guy self-care fest I will say that with Sweather Weathers coming on, man, you got to see those guys in their big sweaters. They can barely play their instruments. The tambourines are coming in barely audibly. And the whole time Joseph Rogan is on stage, he's literally texting girls.
0: You know, full disclosure, I'm actually, I consider myself to be a good friend of uh, Joseph Rogan's. I mean, we've met about three or four times. uh, So I consider (laughs) us very, very close. Uh, and I was actually at that very first Sweater Weather show, like, two, three years ago um, at the Chimpy's Pizza Safari. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, these guys were phenomenal that first, that first show. Like, you know, uh, they were opening for the animatronic band uh, Chimpy and his band, you know. Uh, and oh, that- is that the
2: – oh, yeah. That's a show where they were all wearing sleeping bags because they're all too cold.
0: Yeah, yeah, and because uh, Joseph Rogan was allergic to uh, mascot dander, so he, he was really, really under the weather. Uh, you couldn't hear him at all, but I think he sounded it's great. Sweater
2: weather, if you will.
0: Yeah, oh, oh. ooh, ooh.
1: <laughs>
2: that's I what I was saying for I'd my like channel, like but a, a, that one's for free, uh, guys.
1: Since we, we already did the name drop, a uh, quick shout-out to Chimpy's animatronic band who got an 8.2 on Pitchfork about two years ago, so shout-out <laughs> to them. Keep doing it. I want to see another album from you, Chimpy. Yeah, that's oh. new
0: music.
2: We're going to be talking about them in the, the next episode. Don't you worry. Although,
0: again, again, after making that disclosure that uh, me and Joseph Rogan, no relation, are quite good friends, I just want to address some of these allegations that are out there on his behalf. Uh, uh. People people, seen him h- hanging out backstage with people like Harvey Weinstein. You know, people are asking questions. I just wanted to say, as someone who's hung out with him three or four times, he's never harassed women once in his life. He's never texted a girl, hey, you up, at 4 p.m. He's never taken a girl to a movie and put his dick in a hole in the popcorn bucket and told her to reach in. He's never spit on a woman's lunch and asked if he could have it. Uh, He's never invited a girl to his apartment then cartoonishly built a brick wall in front of his front door so she couldn't escape. He's definitely not the kind of guy to get on Twitter and DM 40 different girls saying, if you don't go out with me, I'll kill myself. There's no way he'd ever become an active shooter over some kind of jilted lover situation. I've never stood idly by while he looks at a woman on the street and his tongue drops all the way to the ground and he starts hitting himself on the head with a big mallet. I've never seen him do any of that stuff and he's a kind and decent man.
1: I will say when I was with Joseph Rogan, I never saw him once stare at a woman uncomfortably long until in his visage she became a large bone in ham that was sizzling and appetizing to him. <laughs> So, you know, people are going to say what they say. You know, uh, shout out to the Me Too movement. You know, uh, I agree with you on everything but Joseph Rogan. That sad pimp is just, you know, he says he's a feminist and I believe him.
0: I heard the rumor that he's the only person in history who ever tried to pretend to be trans to get into a women's bathroom. (laughs) It's not true. It didn't happen. Republican lawmakers are hoping it's true and clamoring to get their interview with him about it, but it's not true.
1: You know, he's he's never dressed up as a cheerleader to try to sneak into a girl's locker room. He's never done anything like this, you know. He's never uh, sat underneath a, uh, a bleacher stand waiting for girls to stand up so he can look up their big poodle skirts in the 1950s. He's never done that.
0: Hopefully, people can keep their mind on the music now and not talk about all these rumors that are just kind of swirling around, you know.
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, moving on with all the allegations past all that stuff, like, do a quick shout-out. You know, Gooch TV here. We got these sponsors coming in. We dropped this new music. We're doing what we're doing. All this is made possible because we got guys like Hormel Bachelor Cans, uh... From what they tell me, it's a great product. It's Hormel Chili in a beer can, basically, and you get six of them. So that's pretty good to me. Uh, shout out to uh, the Thailand exclusive DDT infused for Loco. Uh, shout out to Plain Doritos with no flavor dust so your hands don't get dirty. And shout out to Skinny Are those just
2: tortilla chips? Or?
1: Uh, they're Doritos. And as we know, but- Doritos is Spanish for little pieces of gold. So shout-out to Skinny Ho and I, Bacterial Vino. Uh, I'd like to announce a few uh, 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 festival dates we have here for Gooch TV. As you know, Gooch TV is always kind of bringing you the, the upfront, the raw music. We're not like that other music channel that don't seem to have no music on it. We're all about the music here at Gooch TV. All right. We got STFU Fest coming in, live by Gooch TV, brought to you by Gooch TV, Yankee Candle, and Halliburton. It's going to be in Texarkana, Arkansas. Uh, for all the critics that say that, you know, we got Sweater Weather there, we got NBA Stupid Ass there, we got the Posies and the Pussies there, we got all the hot new bands coming in, we got Lil' uh, Dipshit, we got Dig got Dick.
2: I hear rumors that even though he's still in a coma, Lil PP will be performing. Lil so. Play. He's gonna
1: stream his set. Co- coma or not, we're doing a CGI PP Next that's level, also in Black a coma. Mirror shit. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're hearing that a shit.
0: Canadian singer rapper Labot Molson, he's gonna be there. Yeah, we got Labot
1: Molson. We're trying to get, you know, uh Mario jumping off. We're trying to get him to do Mamma Mia Khalifa in the set. I mean, if yeah. we, whatever we can get, but I guarantee we're gonna have the hottest new guys there, you know, and that's gonna be in Texarkana, Arkansas, and all the critics saying it's got a wild boar problem. We're working on that. And that whole that.
2: thing is the whole thing's gonna be sponsored by McAfee Antivirus. So, McAfee you know, Antivirus shout out to my boy
1: John McAfee out in
0: Guatemala. Uh, thanks for the bitcoins, dog. Uh, Pitchfork's gonna have a booth at the festival too. It's sponsored by Steak Seasoning Flavored Four Loco Zero. Just wanted to shout out, shout out
4: for Loco, Loco Zero. Come check us out,
1: decaf Four Loco, Four Loco Zero. They're doing big things over Four Loco. It's not just a thing from three years ago. That's the new slogan. All right, you know I'll say uh last time we did this show I said STFU Fest uh was called the next Woodstock I literally thought that it was, kept telling me it's the next Woodstock but they won't let us legally use the name the next Woodstock so I it's mean, S- STFU it's, Fest
0: It's kind uh, of brought, it's kind of for the better cuz how are you going to top the previous Woodstock I mean they Woodstock 99 had Limp Bizkit Red Hot Chili Peppers
1: the like, only previous Woodstock it's kind Woodstock, of hard to get yeah. back to that when uh, Buckethead and Limp Biscuit had the Kentucky Fried Chicken on his head and he lit his guitar on fire and then he lit himself on fire and he died. The most iconic music mu- uh, moment in music history, in my opinion.
2: All right. Uh, and I believe, I believe Thomas, he uh, was uh, com- coming through. You have one last
1: something. announcement for us. Uh, yeah, the uh, um, folks over so at while Pitchfork. We're talking about something.
0: STFU Fest. Uh, you know, Sweater Weather is going to be live at that fest, but uh, they got something even bigger in the works. Besides their festival appearances, uh, they're doing a hometown show. You know, they wanted to do something that's never been done before. They kind of wanted to like do something fresh, uh, and we got to kind of keep this quiet because they haven't announced it yet. But Sweaterweather is going to be recording a live album at the Terra Hot Federal Supermax. Oh, uh, bro! Whoa. You know, there's no tickets, so you Are can't. You fucking go. with us? You guys can't go, so I feel comfortable. What if we get imprisoned?
2: You. What if we do? Well, you better commit get imprisoned quick.
0: You better commit a felony in Terre Hot County in the next couple of months because this wow. thing is going down. They got approval; it's gonna happen. Um, man, um, I, I honestly can't tell you how excited I am. for how this How are
2: those soft boys gonna survive in there? Are they like hiring escorts or security? they're gonna put them in a
0: cage and then airlift them onto the stage, and they're gonna stay Whoa. in the in the cage while they perform. Um, Load
1: up the cage with a few snacks for my boy Joseph Rogan to eat because his blood sugar could get low.
0: Yeah, they're going to give him plenty of uh, chicken tikka chutney-flavored Pepsi Zero <laughs> to enjoy in there. Uh, actually, <laughs> sp- speaking, sure. of, uh, speaking of drinks, he did have one request that the federal supermax is going to comply with. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when Morrissey played Riot Fest a couple years back and he made all the food vendors uh, stop serving meat during his set uh sweater weather's got a similar idea but uh all the prisoners have to drink uh sweater weather's homemade kombucha during the set uh and they have to finish it like if they don't finish I'm their sure kombucha, love it. they can't leave that room oh they will they will
2: That's some ball right, well, ass shit Shout uh, to boys it's gonna be a life-affirming
0: weather. experience the whole thing is getting recorded i mean that's their live album thomas if out you soon. can't
2: get us in that if you can't get us in i'm gonna have to like you know you know I'm going to have to figure something out. I mean, you Hopefully. heard it here
1: first. If you go to... I want everybody here, all right? All my listeners, if you really care about music, go to Terre Haute and do a felony.
2: And then maybe it's if the the, if, the, the if I could here. get in, and maybe if Caden is let off his leash, his literal leash that he's kept on, maybe you'll see him there. Maybe my handlers keep my
1: leash for a reason, because I don't want to wander off.
2: Listen... We're, we're gonna try to make this work
1: we're gonna make it work all right so keep in mind federal supermax and terra also houses uh al-qaeda criminals so you could also do a domestic terror act if you want to get in there all right so shout out to everybody who's a real music head i don't right? mean to, to make this sound like
2: i'm Italian shout out bragging. to all the al-qaeda that are fans of sweat Should weather do a
0: dirty bomb join isis any of that shit all right I don't want it to sound like I'm bragging, but uh, Pitchfork actually has a branch office inside the Federal Supermax, so it's a good chance I'm gonna score a couple free tickets to that
2: one. Nice. Oh, you know, you know what's, you know, you know what I'll do. Just keep it, keep us in your thoughts. You <laughs> know, uh, you have my, you have my, uh, my speed dial.
1: All right, that's been this episode of Gooch TV presents four out of five stars, the hottest new music podcast that there is. I'm hoping to see y'all next week where we come back in and maybe get a field interview with Little Dipshit, and he's going to show us all of his cars that he likes to crash for fun. All thanks right, for so having us,
0: Caden. Four out of
1: five right, stars. Thanks, I'd like to give a shout-out to Thomas Kincaid junior like to give a shout-out to Morgan Kreminster. like to give a shout-out to my handler Chrysalis Chaney. Thank you for letting me eat pizza this week. I'm going to go back up to the penthouse in Gooch TV, and I'm going to wait Patiently for my next assignment, and I hope to see you all next week. All right, take care.
3: Like all right, peace. I'm not black, but yeah. I feel like Black Flanders. I got the clip again, Landers. Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. I feel like Black Flanders. I'm not black, but I feel like Black Flanders. I got the clip again, Landers. Black Flanders, Black Flanders, I feel like black
4: Flanders.